0: Good morning and welcome to the Daily Gator Daily Thought, the 427th edition for a Monday. Time for some Monday musings. And let's get right into it, my friends. Let's get right into it. Let's go to Animal Magnetism. Great blog from a gentleman who lives in Alaska. So you know he's somebody who knows what he's doing, has common sense, and is self-reliant because... Ain't no sissies live in Alaska. Because nature will kill you. The moose will kill you. The bear will kill you. Other animals that I can't even name will kill you. And yeah, the weather will really kill you. Uh, A state where if you don't carry a big, big damn gun, then uh, you're a sucker because bears, brown bears, they eat people when they want to. Uh, now, let's get into this uh, from Bear Creek Animal Magnetism. has a, Every Monday, he has a, good, a Goodbye Blue Monday post, and this one is about immigration in America from blue states, also known as socialist states, to red states, also known as constitutional republic states. Freedom loving states, states where people get individual liberty, individualism. Uh, and it looks like half a million people, that's 500,000 for you Florida State graduates, five million, 500 million, rather, half a million, 500,000 people have decamped from New York City in the last few years. Half a million New Yorkers. I'm from New York. What's your problem, buddy? You talking to me? What do you mean I'm driving slow in the left lane, you bum? How about those Bronx bombers? Yeah, whatever. Get your ass out of the left lane, moron. That's my general conversation with New Yorkers. I don't like New York. I don't think I could ever enjoy being in New York. Uh, And that means the whole state. Because look at the absolute... Marxists they have as governor, uh, Governor Stoneface. Uh, Medusa, if she looked at Governor Hochul of New York, her face would freeze. Her snakes on her head would die. Medusa would, would absolutely incinerate herself not to have to look at Governor Hochul. Uh, but uh, Fox Business has the numbers. Half a million people have left New York City for the last few years. A report by the U.S. Census Bureau released Thursday estimated more than 468,000 plus residents left New York between April of 2020 and July of 2022, accounting for a 53 decrease in the city's population. Number one problem with New York, too many damn people. Too many people. Too many people ruin restaurant experiences, sports bars, malls, any type of shopping, movies, you get too many people in anything, beaches, etc cetera, etc cetera. hiking trails and national parks and forth whatever it is, they ruin it, especially if they're from New York. So a 5.3 decrease in, in a decrease, I'm sorry, in the city's population. the largest loss came between 20 and 21 uh, with the population declined. By just over 281,000. So the the leak of New York is, has slowed down. Which is a good thing for the rest of the country. Give Florida, Texas, South Carolina, you know, real states, give them a break. Only three other U.S. cities saw worse percentages during the same time period. You want to guess what they were? You want to bet they're from left-wing, I mean really left-wing states? Well, there's uh, a certain city in California losing 7.5% of its residents. San Francisco, yes, the city by the bay, the city that used to be an absolute gem, I hear. I've never been there. And it now is really a cesspool of needles, homeless people, crazy people, and also Democrats. So, again, more, more crazy people. Extremely expensive to live, oppressive, dirty, uh, unsafe increasingly. So people are getting the hell out. Why would they want to stay there? Okay, they didn't move into a, a, a junky area. They didn't move into a landfill. They don't want to live in a landfill. They don't want to live in a homeless encampment where drugs and needles are everywhere. So they're getting the hell out. You can't blame them. You just can't blame them, my friend. Okay, sorry, I had to take a pause, even though you don't hear a pause. I had to take one. The surgeon from the hospital is calling to get my consent for my mother to get a new catheter for dialysis, a an improved one, because this will be the third infection she's had that's that's made her be in the hospital. So hopefully this will work much better. Now back to the back to the show. So, they had New York, tons of people leaving. San Francisco, even more people leaving because of leftism. <clears throat> uh, the other state, the other cities, rather, one is Revere, Massachusetts, I guess the same for Paul Revere. Uh, apparently, he wasn't there to ride and give the warning that the leftists were coming. So, uh, they have lost 5.9% of their population, and there is one southern city. Uh, Louisiana's Lake Charles has lost 6.9% of its uh, population. I would suspect because if you went to, to, uh, uh, to Lake Charles, you'd find a lot of liberals, a lot of leftists living there, a lot of corruption, maybe a lot of former New Yorkers and Californians, I don't know. But anyway, people vote with their feet, they say. That's true, but is it? That's the problem. I remember going to, this is uh, ninety-three. My roommate got a free trip to Naples, Florida, lived in Tampa at the time. So we drove down for like four or five days. And uh, I remember talking to an, an older fellow there at the beach and he was, I was saying, man, it's beautiful down here. Great weather, obviously, and great beaches, beautiful beaches. It's really nice. And he said, it is, but if you want to enjoy Naples, Florida, it's not going to be long before his term, damn Yankees, take it over. And his his problem was, he, he described it perfectly, they vote a certain way, they get liberal politicians, high taxes, lots of regulation, oppressive, uh, just an oppressive atmosphere with too much government. Then they move somewhere else that has less government, lower taxes. It's cheaper to live. It's great. It's better in every way. But then they start voting for Democrats. And then pretty soon that place has the same problems. And he said Naples, Florida was, he's already starting to see the differences back in, again, 93. I don't know how it is now. But that, that term he used, damn Yankees. Now, I don't hate people from the north. It's kind of a, I grew up in a kind of, well, my grandfather described it this way. He said, there's three kind of people from the north. I think it was seven or eight when he told me this first time. There were northerners. Northerners were from places like Ohio, Wisconsin, New York, Vermont. They came down, they spent time of vacation, they visited family, whatever. They were nice people. Uh, they might talk a little bit different than us. They don't have, they don't eat the same foods, basically. But you know what? They're good people, and they go back home. And you don't mind seeing them the next year if they come every year. Then he said there were Yankees. Yankees came down to visit. They didn't stay. They went back home eventually, but they bitched, whined, and moaned about everything. They complained about how dumb people were, how. Out, we talked funny. Didn't talk English because we said things like "y'all" and things like that. I like Southerners do, like they do in heaven. Okay, you'll meet this this fools like that. The great Louis Czar told this joke. When y'all get to heaven, y'all gonna be surprised, you Yankees, because at the at the pearly gates there, Saint Peter's gonna pull up in the old F one fifty truck. Said y'all get in the back. We going to the big house. And all the Yankees will say, "What the heck?" But anyway, you had those people. They complained about everything. Then you had the damn Yankees. Now, damn Yankees came down, but they stayed, and they never liked where they did. They bitched about the heat. They bitched about the humidity. Hello, you're in the South, dummy. Uh, they wore. You could always spot them at the beach. If you went to the beach, you'd get the old man out there with the obnoxiously big hat to block out all the sun. Looked like it cost about 50 cents. And they had their dress shirt on, buttoned up all the way to the top, even the top button. They had their Bermuda shorts on, which were, I guess, Bermuda shorts still around, but they were kind of knee length, all kind of splotched up colors. And then they'd have their dress socks pulled up to their knees and their dress shoes, their black dress shoes and black dress socks on at the beach, bitching about how much sand was getting in their shoes. But it wouldn't take their shoes off. And they bitched about everything. Why don't y'all, why don't you do it this way? Why don't you guys do it that way? We do it this way in Buffalo. We do it this way in Cleveland. We do it this way in, in, uh, up in New York state. We do, who cares? Just go home and shut up. But they stayed, they moved, and they never improved their attitude. So that was the difference my grandfather explained to you, Northerners, Yankees, and damn Yankees. Today it's more, it's more uh, Democrats, liberals, and damn leftists. They run away from the effects of the governance they choose to vote for every time. They see the results, they feel the results. It hurts them in the pocketbook. It hurts them in every way. So they come down to other states, and then they start voting for the same kind of political trash they voted for back in the glorious north, which they fled because it's too cold. Doctor said I should move to a warmer climate and wear my dress socks and shoes at the beach. But all that damn sand. Why do you you people have sand in your beaches in Florida and South Carolina and Virginia Beach? I don't get it. Enough about mocking Yankees. We're mocking liberals or leftists now. So, this piece at uh, Animal Magnetism uh, this is the problem. Are they going to vote like they voted with their feet for better living conditions, more fair, lower taxes? Are they going to vote for higher taxes, more regulation? More regulation, more regulation, more taxation, and turn where they're going, where they've moved to, to another form of where they left from. That's the problem here. So they're leaving these metro areas, and they're going down to southern states. Nine of the country's 15 fastest-growing cities are below the Mason-Dixon line. Six of them are in Texas. Georgetown, Texas had the largest population boom in uh, 2022, estimated 14.4% increase. That could drastically, that could in one election cycle flip from Republican to Democrat, from Democrat to Republican. I would suspect Georgetown is Republican, having lived in Texas. So they're going from states with a government. Uh, is more restrictive and tax rates are higher to states where government is less restrictive and tax rates are lower. That's why they're moving. But, as that should come as no surprise, the concern is that these migrants will bring their voting habits with them and in so doing plunge their new homes into the same kind of chaos they left in their former states while there certainly will be some of that, my own former home of Colorado has gone completely off the rails in large parts because just of this, too many Californians moved to Colorado. Colorado is gorgeous, beautiful. They had lower taxes than California, less regulation, more rural, more freedom, more personal liberty, and they're slowly transforming Colorado into California epic stupidity this these are people who don't have a clue they can't see they, they can't grasp cause and effect they, they can't see the correlation between voting for democrats and your living condition slowly but surely turning more and more miserable they, they can't make that connection somehow i don't know why but back to new york for a second Uh, animal rights this is what high taxes ineffective policing and constant racial pandering will bring to a major city it's no wonder people are fleeing what I'm curious about is if the remaining people in the big apple will ever wise up maybe vote for Republicans I mean it can't be any worse than what you got people Uh, great piece by him read animal magnetism every day Uh, doesn't have the most new content but good good stuff my friends uh and speaking of florida and people coming in and should people come in and why the hell can't they stay home or why can't they just act like floridians and vote for great governors and great legislators the naacp i'm still waiting for them to sue themselves for racism for calling themselves the national association for the advancement of colored people really colored I thought that was one of those racist things you could call a black person. Apparently not if the NAACP does it, because race pimps are exempt from their own bullshit. Uh, The NAACP has issued what they call a travel advisory for the state of Florida. Now, they're not worried about a hurricane or uh, some massive flood. They're not worried about uh, some uh, pandemic among the cruise ships along the ports. Why are they not wanting people to travel to Florida? Well, William A. Jacobson at Legal Insurrection, who's a national treasure by the way, he writes, there are many things about Florida that are getting hard to keep track of, like the booming tourist industry, a huge net domestic migration into the state. Despite the massive influx of people, the unemployment rate is low. Uh, Don't go to Florida, though. That's... That is according to the NAACP. It's, uh, well, according to the NAACP, Florida right now is practically Jacobson of Pines, just like the 1940s Mississippi was. Uh, last March, it threatened to issue a travel advisory, also known as a strongly worded letter. Uh, the governor was not impressed. In fact, he said, uh, it's nothing but a, a stunt this is a stunt that's what Governor DeSantis said uh he also added what a joke when he was asked by a reporter about the travel advisory telling black people you better not go to Florida they'll lynch you they gonna lynch y'all down there Biden probably was remember Biden saying when Romney was running they gonna put y'all in chains what an irresponsible rhetoric from the left But uh, Governor DeSantis says, what a joke. These people would be on CNN and then they would end up being spotted vacationing in Florida. And some people put in their pictures of these these loudmouth NAACP leadership on the beaches in Florida while they're selling other people how bad Florida is for black people. Huh. Hypocrisy much? Uh, Governor DeSantis added, this is a stunt. try to do that. I'm not wasting my time on your stunts. In other words, piss off, shut up, go to hell, do whatever you like, but I'm the governor of Florida. I'm soon going to be the president of the United States of, by God, America. It might be soon. It might be four years later than soon, but I'll be there. Now I've got a state to run. I've got things to do. I've got leftism to fight. And he's doing it. And basically he gave the NAACP Uh, metaphorically speaking, the back of his hand, shut up and go away. We don't care. Go make noise over there somewhere. Uh, Again, what a joke. Those people, these people would be on CNN and then they would end up being spotted vacationing in Florida. This is a stunt to try to do that. I'm not wasting my time on your stunts. That's from uh, Twitter, uh, Governor DeSantis. Uh, now the NAACP has, they followed through. They've issued their advisory, their race-baiting advisory. Race-baiting, straight ahead. Please, shield your eyes and hear some the complete bullshit. And clown show that the NAACP has become, it is a joke. Nothing but a, uh, nothing but grievous monger, bottom-feeding, race-baiting trash. Yes, I said grievance-mongering, race-baiting, bottom-feeding trash. That's what the NAACP is. They don't give a damn about black people. They care about keeping power and staying relevant so they can have their cushy jobs and don't have to work. That's what they care about. Under the leadership of Governor DeSantis, this is from the, the memo, that uh, the the Communist Party leaders at the NAACP issued the state of Florida has become hostile to Black Americans and in direct conflict with the democratic ideals that our union was founded upon. Constitutional republic, not a democracy. Okay, can we get that straight? Really, I know this America today, and you have you can't call men men or women women anymore. You have to call everything thing that's not. But we're not a democracy, and it's not cool to refer to, to black people as colored people anymore either. Stop it, NAACP. Change your name or shut up. How's that? I'll make a deal with you. I'll quit bashing you if you'll change your name to something that doesn't sound like it was it was it belongs in the nineteen damn forties. They also, this is from uh, NAACP president and CEO at Derek NAACP under the leadership of Governor DeSantis, blah, blah, blah. Take a stand with us. And they also had a press release because the uh, lapdog media is always ready to to prostrate themselves in front of the NAACP and uh, kiss their behinds. Today, the NAACP board of directors issued a formal travel advisory A formal one, okay? It had a suit and tie on and everything. It was very formal. Uh, Travel advisory for the state of Florida. The travel advisory comes in direct response to Governor DeSantis's uh, Here comes the media spin. Can you hear it coming, kids? There it is. Uh, His aggressive attempts to erase black history. That's complete bullshit, by the way. You know, under Florida state law, you have to teach about slavery and segregation. You have to teach about what we call the Civil Rights era, slavery, all those. You have to teach about that. You have to. So the media could look that up, but they don't want to because they don't like Ron DeSantis because he's actually an American who loves America and loves to govern like... More, more in the fashion of the founders, not in the fa- not in the uh, not in the way that people like Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton would govern. Uh, but Ron DeSantis's aggressive attempts to erase Black history and to restrict diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida schools—yes, those are banned now because they're they're communist propaganda. Karl Marx, Frederick Engels would approve. Lenin, Stalin, Trotsky, they would approve. Then Trotsky would be disposed of, of course. But he'd still disapprove along with his uh, other communist trash uh, relations. Uh, The formal formal travel notice also states Florida is openly hostile towards African Americans, people of color, and the LGBTQ plus individuals. So pretty much everybody, right? They hate gay people, bi people, pansexual people, uh, bisexual people, trisexual people. I guess there's pansexuals have to be potsexuals, uh, sexuals. I don't know what other kind of sexuals. But they're all hated by the state of Florida, according to this garbage that our media puts out and that this advisory puts out. You know, if you're going to keep doing rhetoric and bullshit in AACP, get more creative with it. This is boring stuff. You've been doing the same crap for years. The NAACP wants you to believe we're still in the civil rights struggle of the 60s, the 50s, 60s, 70s. They want you to believe it, but we're not. They're not. The biggest enemy black people have today ain't Republicans. It ain't conservatives. It would be, well, amongst those that are the biggest enemies would be liberals, even worse leftists the Democratic Party and the rhetoric and lies that uh, so many black activists and groups like Black Lives Matter spew constantly. That would be the biggest problem. And notice they never care about the crime you face, the violence in your communities that it kills your children. Your husbands, your wives, shatters your lives. They don't give a damn. They don't fix anything there. They don't even try. All they do is point to people like Trump, DeSantis, any Republican they can name and call them racists. I talk about how bad America is, how bad you have it. How do you stand to listen to that garbage? See, I think the black, uh, black people of America... I think another 20 years, the NAACP won't be around anymore. You'll never hear of the NAACP. That's why the NAACP is racing such hell. I mean, they got fat, cushy jobs making money off of race pimping. And that's what it is. Race pimping. And they don't care if they're telling the truth. They don't care what damage they do. They care about Benjamins, my friends. It's all about the Benjamins. But back to this formal travel notice, uh, before le- traveling to Florida, <laughs> good lord, this is, it's corny. Before traveling to Florida, please understand that the state of Florida devalues and marginalizes the contributions of and the challenges faced by African Americans and other communities of color. Notice how they always put that as if white people don't have any color. Okay. Just absolute garbage. I don't know why anyone still listens to them. Let me be clear failing to teach an accurate representation of the horrors and inequalities that Black Americans have faced and continue to face is a disservice to students and a dereliction of duty to all. That's from NAAC President and CEO Derek Johnson. He continues, pardon me, uh, he continues, uh, da, da, da. Oh, I lost my place again, I hate that. Once again, hate-inspired state leaders have chosen to put politics over people. Governor Ron DeSantis, the state of Florida, have engaged in a blatant war against the principles of diversity and inclusion and rejected our shared identities to appeal to a dangerous, extremist minority. Uh, That is from the chair of the NAACP Board of Directors, Leon Russell. Mm -hmm. Under the leadership of Governor DeSantis, Florida has become hostile to black Americans. A direct conflict with the democratic ideals that our union was founded upon he should know that democracy will prevail because his defenders are prepared to stand up and fight. No one's fighting against America. No one's fighting for a democracy because we don't have a democracy. Again, if you can't don't know what form of government we have, it's a constitutional republic. Just shut up and say off Twitter, seriously, until we get a basic third grade education. Why don't you do that? Derek Johnson. We're not backing down, and we encourage our allies to join us in the battle for the soul of our nation. The soul of our nation. I don't think the Democratic Party has any soul because I think they've pretty much sold out everything to communism. It sounds like Derek Johnson has, too. Um, the travel advisory warns, ominously warns. That under its current governor, the state of Florida has engaged in an all-out attack on black Americans. Really. I think the biggest attacks among black Americans are in the inner cities. By young black men. Because the family's been destroyed in the black community. By liberal policies, of course. Um, They've demonized the police. They've excused crime. They've embraced a, a violent culture the young people have because there's no fathers to correct them. There's no male authority figures in their lives to correct them. All pushed because, again, Democrat Party ideals and welfare and handouts. The biggest enemy of black people are Democrats. And why is it the Democrats I always vote for never fix anything? The cities, the inner cities, the uh The big cities that are majority black, they get worse and worse. And the city councils, the mayors, they never fix them. They're there to pass out a turkey at Thanksgiving or Christmas, drive off in their fancy new Cadillac, go to their office to get some furniture they bought with taxpayer money probably, and they light up a cigar, have some fine bourbon, and you black people go to hell as far as they're concerned, as long as you vote for them. They have power. They don't give a damn about you. Newsflash, they don't care about you. Vote Republican a couple of elections in a row and watch how the Democrats change. Watch how they change. Again, um, what else we got? Uh, They also claim that the state of Florida is against black history, voting rights, and members of the LGBTQ plus community, immigrants, women's reproductive rights, Because you got to kill babies if you're a Democrat or you're not a real Democrat. And free speech. Really? The left is accusing someone else of cracking down on free speech? Really? With your approved language? Give me a break. Uh, While simultaneously embracing a culture of fear, bullying, and intimidation by public officials. Again, that'd be Democrats, too, from what I've seen. Due to this sustained, blatant, relentless, and systemic—they have to throw the word systemic in there—attack on democracy and civil rights, the NAACP hereby issues a travel advisory to African African Americans and other people of color regarding the hostility toward African Americans in Florida. Please be advised that Florida is openly hostile towards African Americans. Uh, There's a copy here, at Legal Insurrection, if you want to read it. Now, here's the problem. See, the problem the Democrats' BS always runs into is, eventually it runs into this thing called the truth. Uh, Apparently, Florida is not all that hostile, at least not to NAAC administrators that DeSantis' press secretary tweeted. Uh, Here's your vice chair chilling in Clearwater, Florida, the vice chair of the NAACP, there's a picture of them on the beach in Florida having a good old time, enjoying the sunshine. Uh, that's from Jeremy Redfern uh, of uh, Redfern, Florida. I'm sorry. Of Florida. Uh, Redfern's his last name. I misread that. There's another picture. Uh, Does this mean no urban beach week? Someone tweeted. That's Christine Pichal, uh, who's a, uh, a DeSantis operative. Uh, Not everyone thinks this boycott is such a bad thing. Uh, Latarius Johnson tweeted, I'll be taking a stand on Florida beaches in a couple of months. Right now I'm on vacation. And he shows himself having a good time uh, on the beaches of Florida like black people do all year round in Florida because it's Florida. Uh, Florida will do just fine without the kind of people influenced by an NAACP travel warning. In fact, good of you to refrain from coming. Uh, that's from David Herboy uh, on Twitter. Oh, no, you're not coming here to Florida. Clogging up the Rose and dramatically shortening my workday from 14 hours to 10 hours. Perish the thoughts. NAACP are no longer serious people when they pull such stunts. Now, the chairman of the NAACP, the chairman, you want to know where he lives? Yes, it's in Florida. It's in my old hometown, my original born-in hometown, Tampa, Florida. But I thought they, were, they declared war on black people. How are you still living in Tampa, Florida? Amazing. Um, if you think our state is so bad, the Florida GOP will help with moving costs. And they have a Twitter, a tweet there. How you guess from Christine Ziegler or Christian Ziegler the left lies and lies and lies and more and more people are seeing through said lies, my friends, which is a glorious thing. It truly, truly is. Now, continuing my friends, I apologize. I went long, but I want to get to these two stories. I will be brief. Uh, my Northwest.com, the Jason Rance radio show. You see him on Fox news quite a bit. Uh, Jason Rance good guy he writes that the co-chair of a King County Regional Homeless Authority Committee defended a registered sex offenders appointment to a committee a registered sex offender this is someone it's not someone who double parts It's not someone who trespassed accidentally on somebody's uh, you know somebody's property not someone who went into an area that was supposed to be restricted and camped out with his kids to teach about camping out in the outdoors and didn't get the proper permit. No, this is a (laughs) a registered sex offender pervert bad person but the committee includes one of his alleged victims so the victim of course spoke up and said, whoa, 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 whoa Stop! Stop the train! I want to get off. When the victim spoke up, again this is a victim of a registered sex offender. When the victim spoke up, she was loudly shouted down, and now the KCRHA is looking to remove the co-chair from her position. Uh, Shanae Colson is the co-chair of the KCRHA's uh, Continuum of Care Advisory Committee, which funds programs to end homelessness in King County. Uh, The committee got together on May the 3rd to forward nominations to the board. One of the nominees is named Thomas Whitaker, who goes by the, uh, here we go, let's get into the identity politics. Did you see that coming too? Uh, who goes by the Native American name Raven Crowfoot. Uh, Coulson announced the nomination, noting Whitaker is a lived expert. Lived expert because he lived. He's living because he's lived in different. I don't know why you'd be a lived expert. You know what that is. Does it pay good? I'll be one. Tell send me some money. Meaning he was at one time homeless. Oh, so you have to be homeless. Then you're a lived expert. So living without a home makes you an expert on living in a home. Hold on a second. Yeah, banging the head on my microphone didn't help. Still doesn't make any damn sense. She claimed he al- she claimed he also represents the uh here. Wait for the alphabet soup train. Here it comes, kids. She claimed he also represents the LGBTQIA2S plus community, which helped him earn the nomination, though she did not elaborate. After the nomination was announced and voted through, board member KS spoke up with a concern. Uh, Since KS announced herself as a victim, the Jason Ranch show is not using her full name. That's the right thing to do. Good for them. Even though the meeting was public and posted online. Uh, This person, again, who was a victim of this this sexual uh, predator, spoke up. She said, can I say something? We have a code of ethics on this board, and Thomas Whitaker Raven Crowfoot is a sex offender, a repeat sex offender, and I have had a bad experience with him. Uh, this lady said. Immediately, uh, the defender of the pervert, uh, Colston, who, if there's a picture of Colston here, looks like about 14 different genders tried to jam into one body. An extra large body with really awful hair. Uh, white dreadlocks, looks like a man who's severely morbidly obese, severely ugly, and probably a lot of gender confusion going on I don't know I'm saying I wouldn't stop to talk to the person I would I would proceed immediately to a different different place if they approach me um, but again this young lady who is a victim talks about the code of ethics uh, crowfoot being a sex offender a repeat sex offender and I have had bad experiences so again she feels threatened Immediately Colston shouted that she was cutting the board member off because we can't disclose people's personal business here. If it's a sex offender you can. But you can you can give them power and access and a prominent position. That's okay. Really? That's sick. Uh, the information about Whitaker is a public record and relevant to a discussion about his role on a committee. There's only one registered sex offender with a, with, a, with the name, rather, Thomas Whitaker in King County, listed also in King County Sheriff's Office Sex Offender Registry. That's not a registry you want to be on. It's not like they send you a nice gift basket at Christmas. Thank you for being a sex offender. Not yet. They probably will one day. But it's a bad person, you see, uh, and not a desirable person. It shows Whitaker, who is 38, was convicted for communicating with a minor for immoral purposes. Well, that explains it. He's a groomer. And groomers are great. I'm expecting a new group to come out any day called Groomers Are Great. Get out of the way, white people. Get out of the way, parents. Our groomers are greater than parents or something like that. So That's what I would take a uh, person convicted for communicating with a minor for immoral purposes. I would consider that probably is grooming. According to Publicola, he was convicted of in 2010. He was harboring a 13-year-old runaway with whom he was having a sexual relationship. I have a question. I raise my hand. Can I be recognized, please? How in God's name does a grown person rape a 13-year-old girl and not get a life sentence? Can someone, someone, someone explain that to me, please? That is unexplainable to me, actually. Don't even try because there is no explanation for that. There really isn't. Uh, Let's get back to this real quick. So he's convicted in 2010, raping a 13-year-old runaway. Uh, he was 25 at the time, by the way. In 2012, uh, the same website reports he was charged with raping a 15-year-old girl, um, but only pled guilty to communicating with a minor for immoral purposes. Why are you allowed to plead down? What good does that do anybody? Don't even try explaining because I'll never understand because no rational human being could expand that when you're victimizing children. It reports that in 2018, Seattle police said he was living in a tent with a 17-year-old girl. You see a pattern here? This perverted son of a you-know-what and raping, wronging, and violating underage girls. And yet they're going to put him on a board and honor him. They're going to give him some authority. They're going to give him a voice. What? How to abuse people? How to rape? Good God. Now Colston, the freak show who cares about child molesters, apparently far more than they care about children, didn't think it was an issue. She's fine with perverts. Uh, In fact, she announced she was glad the sex offender could land on the board. What a blessing. If every board could just have a sex offender, God, imagine how glorious it would be, right? These people are beyond crazy, my friends. They're beyond crazy. Uh, Actually, he, she, it said whatever. Uh, If that is the case, that he is here because sex offenders are another population that is most vulnerable, that don't have housing. Excuse me did she, he, it look at the picture of the person on the website and tell me if it's a he, she, or an it I don't know uh, that sex offenders are vulnerable and she feels bad they, they don't have housing why? so they have an easier time raping teenage girls you evil, evil, evil waste of skin Uh, Colson said angrily, another board member who appears to be named Christy Hamilton also scolded K.S. That's the victim, one of the victims of this perverted piece of garbage. Uh, She was scolded um, uh, by this other board member, Christy Hamilton, scolded K.S. saying, no, no, we don't do that here. What? You don't express that you don't feel safe around this person who's already violated you in a most perverse way? I'm glad the priorities are straight there in King County. Uh, Then KS revealed that he has touched me and that if there's a meeting where he's at, I will not be able to be there. Uh, Hamilton then told KS to take the report to the police. In other words, don't bother me. I don't care. I'm I'm in favor of perverts. Why don't you just sign a document saying I love child molesters? Because obviously these freaks love child molesters more than they love uh, more than they care about women being violated or children being violated. Uh, then Colson's tone became more aggressive, developed into a full shout, uh, yelling at the woman again, who was a victim of this pervert. Stop as a co chair. I'm telling you, you cannot talk like that in this meeting. I will not have that here. If anyone wants to talk like that, you will be muted and even removed from this meeting, board member or public or not. This is about equity. See, it's about equity. Doesn't matter what you've done, doesn't matter if you kill people, rape people, destroyed people's lives. You deserve equity too. No, you deserve to be strapped into a damned electric chair. Or, you know what, to save energy, to be more green, how about just a nice nine millimeter bullet in the back of a damn head and be done with you? How about that? How about that for sexual people, uh, sexual perverts that violate children? How about a nice nine millimeter in the back of their damn useless skull and bury them or let the damn hogs feed on them? Who cares? I'm so sick of this. It's sick, sick, sick. Uh, Again, this is about equity. And everyone, everyone deserves housing. Even child molesters, apparently. To hell with your feelings that you were violated sexually. Sex offenders are great in King County, apparently. I don't care if they're a sex offender. I don't care if they're black. I don't care if they're indigenous. I don't care if they're a criminal. I don't care if they're coming out of jail, prison. Everyone deserves housing, Colston yelled. Everyone, everyone, why don't we make Colston there uh, live with this pervert? In fact, every sexual predator, you can make them move in the same home as Colston. And whatever happens to her, he, it, whatever, I can't tell what gender she thinks about being God. I don't even want to think about it. Let her suffer the consequences of her own dearly beloved equity. I'd much rather that happen than see children. Children attacked sexually in the name of fucking equity you know what fuck you and fuck your equity I care about kids I care about their health their well being their safety I don't give a flying fuck about equity excuse me for the language now no board member spoke up uh, toward this colleague who had been violated sexually no one no one said anything no one defended her uh, why should she still stay there? Stay on that board. I don't know. This is rot from the inside out, my friends. This is like that piece of steak. If you just t- bring it home from grocery store and leave it on the counter, come back in two weeks, it'll be rotten. It'll be destroyed. It'll be stinking to high heaven. And it'll get worse and worse. That's what this board, apparently, is, is filled with. Worthless, rotten meat who are so concerned with equity and not the first God-blessed tear will be shed for innocent young children. I hope they all die. I hope they all burn in hell, frankly. And I got one more story I want to save the next time. Uh, I will do it tomorrow about uh, some vermin attacking Casey DeSantis because she's married to Ron DeSantis. A real classy, and some of them are Trump people. You know, I'm about ready to start slapping some Trump people. I really am. I'm not going to go off on a rant yet. I'll hold it till tomorrow. But y'all need to check your damn selves. Okay? And Mr. Trump, you know what I want from you? I want the Trump of 2016, 17, 18, 19, and 20. And 21. Excuse me. Some of 21. That's what I want. Because he left office in the end of January in 21. But I want the Trump from those years. The one that put America first. The one that didn't mind putting his foot in people's asses when they deserved it. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. I hope Ron, I hope uh, Donald Trump shows up sometime. Not this chicken shit version of him. I hope the real Trump stands up and starts kicking his sycophants out of his team and saying, Go to hell. Get out of here. You're not not part of Make America Great. You're part of Make America Bitter and Partisan and Despicable. So, paging the real Donald Trump. Next time, my friends. God bless y'all. Be good. Remember the three golden rules of this blog. If you're left, you just ain't right and never will be. God bless America. And go Gators. Again, sorry about the language. Sorry about the rant. But you start victimizing kids and other people excuse it. You're well past the fighting side of me. If you know what I'm saying and I think that you do. Somebody's got to stand up for kids. Somebody. And by God, I will do that every damn time. God bless you, my friends. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Be good. Be safe. Take care. And if you're in Florida, enjoy living in a great state with a great governor Who's going to make a great president? And if you're black in Florida and a member of the NAACP, do us all a favor. Write out a letter to them and tell Derek Johnson, your CEO, to stick it where the sun doesn't shine and to stay out of Florida. And you know what? Take his race pimping elsewhere. God bless you, my friends. Black, white, every color. Color is meaningless. It's character that counts. God bless y'all. And be good, my friends. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Get out of here, you knuckleheads. I'm finally going to shut up now. I promise.